Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, let's talk about us, let's talk about we, let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed, let's talk being broke, living in poverty, let's talk about black, let's talk about white, let's talk about how we still fight for our rights, let's talk government, sex schemes and drugs, and let's talk about God, let's talk about love, let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to Be Us, I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantrell Levette, and this is Bougie Bible studies. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the best Bible study class that you will ever come across. If you are not new here and you are related through me through Christ, then you already know how we get down over here at Blessed to BS, where we dive into the Bible and read a chapter a week. And it's really interesting because we get to understand and dissect the stories of the Bible. We get to see and imagine it play out before us even in this time because the Bible is so vital to our lives today. I I like to do this um, because I am a child of God and I ask God all the time, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to be doing it? Where am I supposed to be doing the things that I need to do? And the Bible is the way of life. It's the truth. It's the life and it's the way. And so if I can dive into the Bible, if I can understand the stories, if I can just get an understanding of what God is speaking to me about, then I'll be able to move in this journey with the Lord by my side and good grace with his mercy and peace upon my life and I'll be able to do what I need to do being able to get through the endurance fighting fear anxiety depression and just defeating the enemy and all of his tactics that he has planned against my life because God's plan is so much better than what the enemy think that he can bring upon my life it's not going to work so I just like to welcome you to come and get saved to find faith to be related through me have a connection with me in some way somehow that these stories can speak to you that they can talk to you just ask God to continue to reveal himself to you and that's all we doing over here at blessed to bs we are allowing God to reveal himself to us as he strip us down from everything that's just not like him you know and because I have a lot of pruning to do God is gonna forever be doing a work in my life and so yeah I like to welcome you to the best bible study class that you have come across okay so now if you've been rocking with us then you already know today is the last day of our two weeks of bible study every week we have dived into a chapter starting all the way from luke chapter one and today's class will be luke 24 and this will be jesus appearance after the resurrection so last week class where he resurrected inside of the tomb they locked him up and did all that stuff to him and crucified him and everything like that but when um, Mary Magdalene and the other ones went to check on him they saw that Jesus was not there we have seen last week where he showed the disciples and Thomas and everything how he was alive in spirit and that he rose from the dead now this week we're going to see how Jesus appearance after the resurrection so it just continues on from last week so grab your Bible grab your notes grab your pencils papers anything that you may need to dive in today's class with us for today's class will be our last class of 14 weeks that we have been doing this it's 
pretty exciting. It's pretty interesting as I continue to read the stories. It makes me want to continue to read the stories. Um, and so I just thank God that I'm able to read these stories and really understand and break them down. I don't really understand them until I read the story. And that's when it really sits in and I get to really see it back, play it back and imagine if I was there at that time. Because the Lord knows I was not able to be born in no time that I was able to be born except the time that I am right now because I would have been dead. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to be born into slavery. I wouldn't have been able to be born, even though we are in slave, modern slavery, but I wouldn't have been able to be born in those times. Um, I can only imagine how gruesome and ruthless the world was back in those times because the world is ruthless and gruesome today. Without further ado, let's get this class going. We are in Luke chapter 24 and Jesus has risen. And I want to see and I want to hear about this. So let's go. And if you're ready, I am ready. And here we go. Jesus has risen. Luke 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified on the third day, be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Okay, so if you remember last week when Mary and them went to the tomb and it basically breaking down this story again, Mary and them went to the tomb and they went looking for Jesus, but he was not there. They were so shook. They went back to the disciples and actually told them because the angels did appear and just like it said right now, why are you looking for the dead among the living he has raised again and so when Mary and went back to go tell the disciples like the story says they did not even believe her so only Peter Simon went with Mary and another disciple one more disciple and they went to go back to the tomb and saw that so you guys gotta go check out last week episode that last week episodes covers this first segment of where we kicking it off right so let's continue on the road to Amamus Ooh, I don't know if I'm saying this word right. I'm probably butchering it, but I think it's Imamis. Verse 13. Now, that same day, two of them were going to a village called Imamis, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast, one of them named 
Cleopas asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked, about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in the word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets has spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he exclaimed to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were open and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scripture to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Jesus appears to the disciples. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that it is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on a third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in all his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witness of these things. I am going to sing you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Mm, that is a good statement right there. Ascension of Jesus. Verse 50. 
When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple praising God. That's the end of Luke 24. Okay, okay, okay. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. From last week, we understood that Jesus was put into the tomb and Mary Magdalene and the other women, they used to go and check up on him all the time. So this time, one morning when they went to go check on Jesus, he was not there. So they went inside the tomb, they was looking for him and looking for him. And shockingly, two angels appeared, super bright white, scared the crap out of them and was like, what are you looking for the living uh, among the dead for? I mean, what are you looking for the dead among the living? Which they was talking about Jesus. Like the Messiah, he has risen again. You know, he's not here. So Mary and them, they went back to the disciples and they actually told them what happened. The disciples is looking at the women like, I don't know what y'all been on. I don't know what y'all been smoking, what y'all been drinking. But y'all gotta be crazy. But some reason, for some reason, Peter Simon, he believed the women. So he went racing back to the tomb, him and another disciple. Even though the disciple didn't go in, Peter actually went in and was looking for Jesus. But he only saw the linen that Jesus had on. Shocked to his amazement that Jesus was not there, he actually went back to the disciples and told them, like, you guys, Jesus is not there. On the road to Emmaus, um, they were going to a village. And Simon and... Cleopas was on his Cleopas was on their way there then Jesus came appeared to them but he didn't show himself like he didn't reveal himself he basically was walking with them they started talking amongst each other they was basically discussing whatever they was discussing probably was like oh my god can you believe this actually happened to Jesus he was supposed to be here with us they killed him like what type of city we live in look at the rulers that we have they just probably talking crap so Jesus asked them like what are you discussing together as you walk along and so they was basically looking sad and so they basically thought Jesus was crazy because he was the only one who didn't hear the news and stuff so they like are you not are you new here or something because did you not know what the news is like Jesus of Nazareth is dead and he was supposed to be the prophet for the Israels he was supposed to redeem Israel Jesus said to them like how foolish you are and how slow are you to believe all that the prophets has spoken? Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Like, didn't he tell you guys he had to do this? Are you guys slow, dumb, stupid, or weird? Like, basically, Jesus is like, you know, what's going on with y'all? Did Was y'all not paying attention to all the things that I said and that I was doing and that I was teaching? Like, y'all gotta be slow. And so he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. Again, he had to basically tell them like you know this is what was going to happen the son of man have to be handed over to the priest like all of this has to happen this is in the, the law of moses book this is in the book of moses law of moses at first they didn't understand and realize so then when they got to the village and they had some food jesus asked them like you know is there some food wherever so basically they jesus took the bread and then he gave it to them so now they see like oh my god this is jesus <laughs> right they they end up seeing him and they get scared and frightened and they're like oh my god we saw a ghost but so then jesus appeared like boom he appeared back to his disciples and he stood to, he stood among them and he said peace be with you 
Now, they was talking to each other. So when Jesus came, he came out of nowhere like a ghost. So he came, he popped up. He was like, peace be with you. They knew it was Jesus because that was his saying. They got so scared, shook, frightened, and they all started looking around. He said to them, why are you troubled and why do doubts rise in your mind? Meaning they were doubting if that was Jesus that they were looking at in flesh right then in front of their eyes. They could not believe that their that what their eyes were seeing, that they were they were thinking that they saw a ghost, forgetting what scripture said, forgetting that Jesus said that he was going to rise again. I think it replays back to them just forgetting. And I think when it comes to us reading the Bible or understanding the Bible or understanding God's word, we cannot forget God's promise. God promised us peace. That means if you're going through any type of situation, any problem, any heartache, any heartbreak, anything in this world, financially, physically, emotionally, anything, we have to understand what God gave us. And that was the peace. I'm too peaceful to be stressed over finance. I'm too peaceful to be stressed over a man that don't want me. I'm too peaceful to be stressed over relationship problems. I'm too peaceful to be stressed over a job that I'm not making enough. Like I have peace from God. Why would I want to get rid of my peace for for the, the things of the world? Like we have to remember the things that God give us. So God was like, peace be with you when Jesus popped up. Then they were all scared and shook, but they knew it was him. He said to them, basically, why are you guys doubting that it's me right now? Because it's really me. He like, touch me. See, these are my hands and my feet. You see the hole. You see the bruises. You see the cuts, the wounds. Yeah, it's really me. I'm really with you right now in flesh. To their excitement and their joy, they was really, really happy. He said, this is what I told you while I was still with you. So why are you guys not understanding? Like I broke these scriptures down for you guys when we actually did the whole walk through Galilee. When we went through all the places we were in the synagogues, I broke it down for you that this was going to happen. Everything must be fulfilled that it is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations. Lord, forgive me for my sins, for the ones that I commit and I don't know about, for the ones that I do commit and I do know about. Thank you for your forgiveness. That's another thing he gave us. Forgiveness is right here in scripture. He not only gave us peace, but he gave us forgiveness. Basically, Jesus is re-preaching to them over again. And he's basically telling like, you guys are not ready to go spread this word. But let me give you the power that God gave me so that you could go out and preach the forgiveness of sins. Because people is out here living in their sins, feeling like the forgiveness is not available to them. I got news for you guys, okay? Forgiveness is yours upon request. You asked for it, you got it. That's the good thing of God. So let me continue. So ascension of Jesus, when he led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. So that was their last time seeing him. But he did arise to the disciples. He did show up like he said he was. He even preached the word again, 
gave them peace and forgiveness and gave them the power of God. So what does that mean that Jesus left me? He left me peace. He left me forgiveness and he left me the power of God. How do I tap into these things? Tapping into my peace. How do I understand that God gave me peace? But first and foremost, I can thank God for this relationship that I have with him. That is a peaceful relationship. It has to be the most peaceful relationship that I have discovered while being here on earth. That means no other person outside of the relationship that me and God have has given me the peace that I get from being in relationship with Jesus, with God. And however you want to call I identify your Jesus, that's your business. That's not my business. I'm talking about my God, okay? He gave me peace. He gave me forgiveness. How do I tap into my forgiveness? Well, knowing that God forgave me, knowing that that's what he given to me, I can constantly forgive myself. That means all the things that I don't know, I can forgive myself. All the things that I've been through, I can forgive myself. All the things that I'm going to go through, I'm going to forgive myself. All the things that I will face will come with forgiveness. Anybody that has done me wrong, I forgive you because I would not live with that. I need peace, okay? If you think you're going to do me wrong, I forgive you because you're not going to be able to prevail because God has gave me peace. So those are the ways that I can tap into my peace and those is the way I could tap into my forgiveness. Not only did he leave those things, he also gave me the power of God. How do I tap into the power of God? By lifting my hands and glorifying that Jesus gave me this power. So I am declaring that the enemy don't have the power over my life because if you had the power over my life, how did God leave me power? So I'm not going to let you have more power than me. So that means devil, you got to flee. You got to move. You got to go. You got to escape you got to get away if I got to push you out or if I got to move you out I'm sweeping you out my space you are trash to me now no more enemy is going to come and try to take my power if you try to take my power then you're going to have a problem because now I'm in one in relationship with God I know what he has given me me having that knowledge of what he has given me only makes it better for me What did we learn today, you guys? We learned that Jesus came to do what was need to be done, to fulfill the prophets of the law. He came to set his mark, do everything that needed to be done. Not only that, he also blessed the people. He blessed the people that the people were able to bless others. So they start preaching this word starting in Jerusalem. And it went all over the nation where it's even at me today. Here I am talking about the good works of the Lord. Jesus may have died, but he's he rose again. And when he rose again, he left something so valuable that men, people can not take away. He gave forgiveness, he gave peace, and he gave me the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for allowing me to understand that these things are in my possession. And in order for them to be taken away from me, I have to allow the enemy to remove them out of my possession. And I like to tussle. I like to tussle real tough. So the enemy, he ain't gonna have one up on me. Not not today, not coming around now. He probably would have had me a couple weeks ago, a month ago, a year ago. But coming today, no, I like to fight. So me and the devil gonna have a royal rumble for what God has given me. You can't take from me, baby. And I hope he can't take from you because, you know, we related and I like to fight too. So I will help you fight if need be. But if you need to, go check out the other episodes and go check out the other classes so that you could be familiar in what God has given you. 
you will be surprised over the power and the information that we can have all together standing in unity of what God gave us. But I'll leave that until next time, you guys. We actually finished two weeks of Bible study. We are going to be entering into the next two weeks of Bible study. Two weeks on the life and teaching of Paul. We just finished two weeks on the life and teaching of Jesus. And now we're going to go into the life and teaching of Paul, which is very interesting because I've heard stories about Paul. But it's really good that I'm going to be able to dive into these stories by myself. Not by myself, but um, with me and you guys for the most part. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode class. God is so good. The Lord loves you right where you are today. You are not perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us is perfect. But that does not mean that we cannot take and get the glory from God because he's already given it to us. So I want you to know what you have in your possession. Wherever you are right now, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you've been through, it does not have the power over your life you have the power from God you have forgiveness you have peace upon your life forgive yourself give yourself peace strap on that power that God gave you so that you can walk this earth and do what needs to be done while your time is here easier said than done I'm also putting in practice I'm no I'm no pro okay I'm not trying to talk like I'm the best out here because I'm not but until next time you guys go ahead and send this message to somebody who you feel that may need it your mother your father your sister your brother your auntie your uncle neighbors you know just anybody that's struggling with understanding scriptures because they don't understand how to read the bible tell them to come read the bible with us at blessed to be s bougie bible studies again i'm your cousin in christ wantra levette and until next week you guys i will talk to you bye